before we begin this episode of the Loftus Party Podcast, we would like to have a moment in honor of January 6th and the Democrat response. <laughs> oh, oh, oh my God. It was fantastic. It was fantastic. What I saw, ladies and gentlemen, what I saw of the Democrat response to January 6th, it was political theater at its best. Oh my goodness. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Whatever they cast a Hamilton song sucked. I had nothing to do with January 6th. I am telling you leapfrogged a little bit. You leapfrogged. I was going to do a little bit more foreplay till we Uh went. Till we went. No, but let's go. Let's just go. I like it. We're like animals. Let's go straight to Nancy Pelosi introducing the cast of Hamilton. I wish we had the clip. If we were prepared, we would have the clip. But we'll just do a dramatic reenactment. It is so predictable. Well, actually, no, that that part wasn't predictable. Here's the predictable part. Nancy Pelosi talking about democracy is a, is threatened, and we have to defend democracy. And you know who embodies that, you guys? Le Marinella, then his father. Like she stumbled all over, and then you're like, oh my god, this is happening. This is really happening. They're about to do a Zoom performance of a Uh song from Hamilton. And that just, oh, that amused me. Oh, that amused me. I want to do, with all of these, with all of these uh, fantastic moments, you just want to run them through the filter of history. Like, (laughs) like other would any other politician do this in other like Kennedy uh, during the Cuban Missile Crisis? This is a uh, existential threat to America and the communists are trying to move nuclear missiles towards Cuba. So now, America, I would like to introduce the cast of West Side Story. Please. <laughs> Just like, Jesus. <laughs> wouldn't that be great? I was, I was desperately. Oh my trying, God. I was trying to figure out. Like, uh, what was a big Broadway show in 1942? <laughs> you know, okay. it's like Pearl Harbor. It's December 7th. The Japanese have attacked Pearl Harbor. It's, I guess it's 1941. Screw it. I messed up. <laughs> but ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the cast of Pennies Over Broadway. It's just, <laughs> what? Who does this? It's, uh, it, it was well, hilarious. But, like, those are really great visuals, but there's nothing about January 6th that reaches the level of Pearl Harbor. Oh, it's, like, well, that's, that's like, the one. Oh, my God. Clip. Like, well, Kamala Harris just makes me want to scream. It's. Like, why do they keep dragging her out? Because they got to try to make her happen. They've really got to try. Oh, my God. This is like when they tired. tried to make Lena Dunham a thing. Yeah. Poor Lena. Yeah. Poor Lena Dunham. That's uh, Lena Dunham, in my opinion. And it's going to be like, it, 
like my, my voice got all high and it's going to be like, and, and it'll be like Kamala Harris. Although Kamala, listen, Lena Dunham and Kamala Harris, it's they're like uh, Dorothy from the Wizard of Oz. If she never made it to the Emerald City, if they just saw it from a distance and everything, boy, they wanted to make Lena Dunham happen. They yes, tried. they did. They yeah, tried everything. Mm-hmm. And she just couldn't. And uh, this is so weird. But like the first couple episodes, uh, I remember watching it uh, of of girls. I remember that I was working. What show was I working on? And the showrunner was way into it. He was way into it. And there was a couple of interesting things there. Like I liked the way they did dialogue and I, I liked the way the characters spoke. But beyond that, whew, that was that was it. And Kamala Harris, trying to make Kamala Harris, I, but I guess they have to. All their eggs are in the Kamala Lala Ding Dong basket. They just but, have to. They just have to keep trying. But you have to stop and think about it this way, right? How like, is she? I did not. I did not believe. I did not believe there was a worse retail candidate than Hillary Clinton. Like Hillary yeah. Clinton is the like least authentic, most condescending, like just ew. I mean, she didn't even win Moynihan's seat in New York by the percentage that she sh- should have, you know? Yeah. And Kamala didn't win her attorney general seat in California by the percentage she should have. Like, these it's- women were not terribly popular to begin with. And now, like, like 3% of the Democrat Party voted for her in the primary. Why did you think that was going to change? Because of the arrogance, because of the arrogance. It's the same reason Pelosi uh, introduced Hamilton. They're just so arrogant, elitists. They think they know more than we do. Oh, I know Kamala's not testing well now, but that's just because she hasn't done a video with kids. Let's let, listen. We've done some studies. We've done some focus groups. And I'm telling oh you, God. if we get her in a room full of children talking about outer space, oh, my goodness, it's going to test off. the. It's just it's that it's that. And, and here's the <laughs> here's the terrifying notion. Like there is a bit of success with that. Like they do the propaganda never lets up. It never takes a moment off. And we're all, you know, and myself included, I love the bright, shiny propaganda. I love making fun of it, watching the hypocrisy, pointing it out, all that good stuff. But then you've got 99% of it that just goes unchecked, that just goes unchecked. And, uh, that's why that's why we're here uh, doing what we do to try to join the ranks of the other people who are are making fun of this idiocracy. And it really, really is. I mean, who knew? Who knew well, it's just like, that the movie Idiocracy was going to be so close to being a documentary? It's really it's got electrolytes, gives plants what they need. You mean like water from the toilet? We're, we're getting to those levels. <laughs> Yeah, I know, but, like, every time I hear Brianna Keeler talk, every time I hear Jake Tapper talk, every time I hear Rachel Maddow talk, I just have this really old song rip through my head. Do tell. 
You remember the club days and you would hear dead or alive. You spin me right round, baby, right round, like a record, baby, right round. Yeah. Right round. yeah. It's like, this is such spin. I can't take it. <laughs> that? Who was the dude that did that song? I, I want to know your name now, baby. <laughs> the name of the group was Dead or Alive. Oh, if you want to see something sad, I mean, yeah. something really, really sad, look up the dude from Dead or Alive. Look up the lead singer of that song. It is, I think he might you, be dead. He might be you can dead. You look up Divine. Uh, Divine, the old? The old trans, yeah. 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 Um, then, then I turned on Gutfeld the other night and he's talking no, about Echo and on, the Bunny Men. On. You can't just believe, I, listen, I want you to do it. I want you to get on your phone and I want you to Google the oh, dude God. from Dead or Alive. And I want you to look at the photos because you will. Is it looking it, is, is it like looking at Rob Smith from The Cure or worse? No, no. Robert Smith from The Cure, he's, he's getting older. He's getting up there. But no, the the uh, the dude from Dead or Alive was on like the British version of like Big Brother or something, and and I can remember years ago. This is a long time ago. That's why I think the guy might be dead. You, oh my god! Exactly, exactly. Like so much plastic surgery. It's so sad. It's so sad. Like he went full on. Giant lip implants, giant cheek implants, cat's eyes. Does he have the big boobies, too? I don't have a full body picture, but, like, he was a dude in in the 90s. Yeah, that's just, that's where it takes me, and I don't want to disparage. I think the guy's dead, but hold. No, he is dead. It says remembering Pete Burns, so he's got to be dead. Yeah. Why was anybody remembering him? They had like one song. ABC uh, News is remembering him. Why? But he was like a, a celebrity in, in Britain. I'm telling you, the, the oh. dude was on Big all Brother. Right. He was on all these reality shows. And this is where you get into the whole mental illness of plastic surgery not, and I, 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 body I image. Because that dude, listen. His lips aren't like, his lips aren't much worse than Lisa Rinna's, so I can't say a lot. <laughs> it's too funny. Oh I'm my god, that was bitchy. I'm such sorry. Our tangent, but I love it. It's interesting. I'm sorry, like, that was so bitchy. Um, no, Lisa Rinna. She's married to Harry Hamlin, and once upon yes, a time, Harry Hamlin was just like sexiest man alive. He was in everything. Uh -huh. Blah 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 blah. But yep. you'll see. You'll see, like, TikToks and stuff. I don't know why they come up in my feed. But, like, uh, like Lisa Renna, she'll be, like, trying to... Well, not trying. To, she's a hottie. She's still a hottie. I'm not going to kick her out of bed for eating crackers. Crackers is the name of my wiener. Uh, oh my but she'll, like, do some, like... She's, like, doing a dance number, dancing around, shaking her ass, looking at the camera... You know, trying to be all, look at me, I've got energy and sex appeal. And like, Harry like is in the background. He's in the background just standing there like, what are you doing? What are you doing? You're embarrassing me. It's so, it's so I mean, entertaining, but for a different reason. 
Yeah, I know, but she's at least 10 years older than I am. She's got to be close to Madge's age. Oh, my gosh. Hey, listen, I, I'm I'm into this whole this whole wave. You, uh, y- yesterday, we'll get back to January 6th and the Democrats and all that stuff. <laughs> this is, right now, We're this off is, on a total tangent now. This is far more interesting to me. Oh, uh, my Paulina, God. Paulina Poroskova, the, the supermodel, was just featured in the New York Times talking about how she's invisible and she was she was posing she did a bunch of photographs uh nude photos she looks fantastic she looks fantastic and she's talking about how she's invisible at parties and no one's interested and ba 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 and there's this you know ageism going on and uh i would uh, personally this is a this is an open invite if i'm ever at a party with you paulina poroskova i want you to test your little theory about being ignored, because I guarantee I will not ignore you. I will talk to you. I will flirt with you. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go home with you. Sadly, but we was will. She, was she married to Rick Ocasek? Yes. Yes. That was one ugly man. Oh, not a good-looking dude at all. Okay, so check this out. And I didn't know this. They were married for a really long time, and that always, like, I held out hope for them. It's like, oh, that's great. Look at that. The supermodel and the rock and roll guy, and that's the power of playing guitar, and that's the power of being a rock and roll musician. Look at that. That dude can not only um, bang somebody as hot as Pauline. Like, he's he's hitting way over. Way (laughs) over. Way over. But I'm like, ooh, they made it. They made it. They're they're a couple. They've been going for deck. I guess he was cheating on her. I guess he was doing all this stuff behind her back. It it, it got the marriage. What? Was, oh, it got so bad at the end. I saw an interview uh, with her. He did not leave her one nickel. She. Yeah. Well, she yeah. must have had some bank, though. She was hot as could be back in the day. I, I don't know. I don't. I'd, I'd love mm. to. Again, I didn't know we were going to be talking about. Well, this. I guess if she's if she got to run around doing nude photos now, I mean, yeah. maybe not. Yeah, she's trying to. Yeah, and God bless her. I mean, I think it's good for society. And I'm not even kidding. I'm really not. Like, uh, if if you got it, flaunt it. That's going to be kind of the theme for today's show because and it, it'll it'll reappear when we talk about uh, what's on the web with us. Because uh, Britney Spears just put some photos up on Instagram, but we'll get to that later. But like pa- Paulina Poroskova uh, running around getting naked. I remember when. Do you remember when Cloris Leachman got naked on the cover of like Cosmopolitan back in the in the nineties? And you're like, whoa, you go, girl. Uh, no, I don't. But okay. Yeah. Yeah. Who was okay. the other one that everybody was like after for a while? It's get that was up there. Uh, Helen Mirren. Oh my gosh, still bangable to this day. If I'm a single dude, I would definitely, I would definitely throw one to Helen Mirren. <laughs> I totally would. I just remember seeing a picture of her in a totally age-appropriate bathing suit, rocking it in bright red with bright red lipstick, and she looked fantastic. Oh, absolutely. And then you look back at the movies that she did when she was younger. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Helen Mirren, she is is babe-alicious. And she's funny. When she has to be funny, she's funny. 
Oh, I I guarantee she's a hoot. I guarantee she's a hoot. Okay, so I want to get back just a little bit. That's a fun, fun tangent. I love those. Um, and like I said, we'll we'll pick it up again with uh with what's on the web with us. But January sixth, we got we got to talk about this thing, and we got to talk about how hard it is to uh it. You got to avoid the the gravitational pull of DC. You have to avoid the gravitational pull of yeah. New York and LA and the bubble, mm-hmm. but especially the political bubble. I want to make sure we give enough time for it. Now, I, I, I do want to kind of choose a little carefully here. With 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 January 6th, I'm still interested in this. And it's it's wild to watch them try to rewrite history. They're like, there's no proof. And this is where the, the devil's in the deal. There's no proof that anybody from Antifa was there. There's no proof that anybody from Antifa was there. And then you've got that black dude who was standing right next to Ashley Babbitt. And I guess. John Sullivan. I, yeah. Technically mm-hmm. not Antifa. I think he's more of just your run-of-the-mill anarchist and Black Lives Matter mid-sister. guy. But listen, that dude wasn't uh, a Trumper. He wasn't yeah. a Trumper. And I'll never forget that moment where he's in the, the rotunda. They had just broken in, and he's talking to that girl from CNN. And she's just delighted. We did it. We did it. So – They'll they'll take your post down. They'll censor you, and they'll go, oh no no no, he's not Antifa, and that's what they do. It's like that picture of uh, of um, uh, Biden with Robert Byrd, and people are like, oh he's here's here's Joe Biden with the Grand Dragon of the of the KKK. Here he is with a Grand Dragon, and then Facebook takes it down because the guy wasn't a Grand Dragon. He was like an exalted Cyclops. So you, it's like. He was a recruiter and not the boss. Got it. But he was he was right up there. He's a freaking grand cyclops or some crap. I don't know the ranks. So uh, so I'm very interested in uh, in the black dude who was taken. He's got footage, footage, footage all over the place. And I'm super interested in what's the guy's name? Ray something. The uh, Ray Epps. Epps. Yep. And I want scaffold guy, too. Yes. Yes. Uh, so I'm listen, I'm into it. I'm into it. Let's go. Let's go. If I'm uh, on the, the committee or whatever, I'm like, yup. OK, so we got and, and here's the other thing that, that really drives me crazy. We got to get these people out of jail. We got to get these people out of jail. I know I've talked about it before. I haven't lifted a finger. We got to we have to figure out a way. It's 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 wrong. It's morally wrong. I don't know if whatever uh, the freaking the 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 Boston bomber kid is is getting a, a check from the government for covid relief. And then we got people who were standing behind the velvet ropes in the rotunda one afternoon and they're being held like political prisoners. It's so completely wrong. It's so completely wrong. However, the the theater of it all it's it always comes down to this it's so when oh my gosh joe biden there's a dagger at the throat of democracy what in the sam hill he's standing in the breach dude like i'm telling you right now <laughs> i have never felt safer than when yeah. president Putin <laughs> told me 
He is standing in the breach when he can't even walk up a flight of fucking stairs. <laughs> I am standing in the breach. Oop, I'm falling down. Okay, I'm standing up. I'm, I'm up again. I am in the breach. I'm, oh, 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 oh. Okay, okay, that hurt. I'm standing up again. I think he spoke and meant he was going to be at the beach like he's been 35 times since he took office. I am standing on the beach with 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 my with my wife. We're both vaccinated and we're wearing seven masks. And our new dog is here because they told us to get a dog that people like dogs. The other dog we gave away. That oh, it's 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 so horrible. The one that I went off on. What? And did the and did the video about uh and this is and this is the sound bite that I think could pay off huge dividends for anybody uh running for public office because you just put the visuals behind it. At one point he says, uh, you can't obey the law only when it's convenient. Just take that line. Just take that line. And then you put in all the riot footage. All the mm-hmm. riot footage. The dead body yep. of David Dorn. The people trying to get into the White House. The people trying oh, to burn yes. the church down. The people mm-hmm. everywhere. You've got years worth of this trying to burn down the federal courthouse in, in Portland. Chad, Chaz, whatever you want to call it. Yes, you can't obey the law only when it's convenient. The southern border. <laughs> the southern border. Okay. We're going to take a break. I, have, I just have one question that's a callback to something that you said about the beach. Yes. When you look at the Biden's kids, why did anybody think they were going to be able to take care of dogs? I think we need to go rescue the dogs. <laughs> yes. If they pay, if they, well, you know what? In a weird way, and this is going to sound horrible, but I don't care. The the Biden kids were just political props. That's and nothing more. Oh They're, no, I know, but I like dogs. They're beautiful German shepherds. We should right, go get well, them. I think I think that one dog knew what was up. He's like, I'm being used, so I'm gonna start biting some Secret Service agents <laughs> and some dignitaries, and I'm gonna get the f out of here. I'm gonna go to a farm somewhere where somebody will love me back. Oh my God. Uh, We're taking a little break, and we'll be right back with, oh, so much more goodness. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 a pill pharmacy prices again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 1-800-516-7602 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 1-800-516-7602 to take your call right now. Call 1-800-516-7602. That's 1-800-516-7602. Again, 1-800-516-7602. 
are back with the B Block, getting into it, getting into a, a super sweet Loftus Party podcast. The Loftus Party. I always forget to say the the part. Very important. And I want to thank everybody. Seriously. Um, holy smoke. I want to thank all 58,679 people and rising on the Book of Faces. Uh, thanks for sharing the content. Thanks for listening to the podcast. We picked up <laughs> uh, quite a few people recently. I don't know. Uh, I think whoever is in charge of throttling us might have gone back on vacation. I don't know. But it's uh, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. And with numbers comes safety. I'm so uh, – I just want to touch on this. Just acknowledge that it happened because uh, I think it's important – uh, and this is about the the culture and, you know, like we're talking about, like in the in the A block, the, the vast majority of propaganda just gets through and you don't even know it's affecting you. Or when I'm talking about just like the normal everyday run of the mill, you know, people in the country and on the globe, Facebook. Uh, and this is why it's important to have a lot of people and make some noise and, and, and you got to freak out when people get kicked off Twitter and you got to kick and scream and yell and shout. Facebook kicked off this, uh, children's book, uh, publisher. They had these, they had these books about, Oh, George Washington was an awesome guy, you know, and these are books for children. Oh, and Thomas Jefferson was a great guy. Like the classic heroes, classic heroes, the founding fathers, good people. And Facebook is like, we're having none of that. And somehow, uh, I know Britt Hume retweeted it. And there was a, a, you know, there was a big, loud, people made noise. People made noise. And then Facebook's like, oh, oops, that was a mistake. Oops, sorry, you're reinstated. If you think that's a mistake, you out your mind. You out your mind. They don't want it. They don't want it. They don't want it. So thank you for everybody. Uh, on the the YouTube channel and Instagram and Facebook and all that stuff, they're going to come for everybody. They're going to come for everybody. We're going to try to hang in as long as we can and tell our jokes and make fun and mock. And, uh, and there was someone on Facebook, and, and hopefully they listened to the podcast. I forget what this person's name was. It was, a, it was a lady, and she's like, I can't even laugh anymore. How can you do this? When, aren't you watching what's going on? Why don't you? And I'm like, slow down there, granny panties. This is how you do it. You continue to mock. You make fun of the idiots. You you And you do it, and you do it publicly. And I also do a lot of other stuff. You know what? I'm with the America First Warehouse. I'm with the loud majority. We're working on getting people elected. We're good. At, we're working on changing legislation. We're making real powerful change. So you can do both, but that's why you make fun of them. I don't know why I felt the need to say this out loud, but boy, howdy. While we're talking about the America First Warehouse, I'm going to I'm just going to say this. I'm just going to say this. You ready for this one, uh, Gimlet? Mm-hmm. So we do that show. We do it's it's called uh, that show tonight. It's a sketch comedy show. We do live sketch, uh, live skits. We do pre-tape stuff. We do parodies. We do all kinds of stuff. Uh, and it's a it's it's like Second City uh, Television back in the day, or a, another program, uh, Saturday Night Live. We have a, we have musical guests. So 
We do these at uh, the America First Warehouse. It looks like the next taping is going to be January 21st. And um, do you want to know? Now, the, I, I can't say that these people will be in this episode. However, we've been talking and uh, these people are going to be helping out. They're going to be doing shows down the road. Uh, they think the idea is awesome and they want to be a part of it. You ready for this? A, a gentleman by the name of uh, Jim Brewer. Jim Brewer. Nice. Doing. Yes, he's a great dude. He's a funny dude. He's going to be a part of this thing moving forward. And international film star Nick Searcy is going to be doing stuff with us as well. So, nice. skadoosh. Yeah, so you Skadoosh. Can go to- yeah, you can go to our uh, our brand new website, thatshowtonight.com, thatshowtonight.com, and you can subscribe, and you can get uh, all the shows, exclusive behind-the-scenes stuff, additional content, all kinds of great stuff. Use the code TLP for The Loftus Party. Use that in all caps, TLP. You'll save 20%. Ba-boom, ba-boom. And there's all kinds of other great stuff going on at the America First Warehouse. Last night, I'm trying to remember, oh, this is horrible. Uh, there's a, a guy running for Congress, there's a couple people who are running for Congress uh, that we're supporting, doing fundraisers for them. There's always great stuff going on at the America First Warehouse. That place is super special and is uh, very quickly becoming <laughs> the epicenter of uh, of things comedic and fundraisers and all just the America first make sure you check out their website as well that is the America first warehouse.com don't forget to put the the it's like the loftus party so anyway that's great stuff there, there's a lot of good things bubbling up and and, and it's wonderful and you got to keep a positive attitude and and move forward <clears throat> oh and this is a nice little segue there was a uh like we were saying earlier in the A block, you have to you have to watch out. And this is the other thing that, that Trump was just so good at your own narrative, your own narrative, your own narrative, political kung fu as well. I think it's a mixture of political kung fu and your own narrative. Ted Cruz disappointed a lot of people, disappointed a lot of people uh, with his remarks about January 6th. And I think he was just the in an odd way, and I'm not making excuses for him. I'm trying to understand it. I think you can't help it, but get you get sucked into the the gravitational pull of DC, the media, and all of it. And when he was like, uh, you know, on January 6th, uh, we were the victims of a of a deadly domestic terrorist attack, and he said terrorist a couple of times. And I really, I, I think, and I, and I can't wait to hear your thoughts on this as well, because I know you're going to have some. It, it, I, I think he was just trying to get on the good side of of the the mainstream media, legacy media, and I think he wanted the sound bite, and he wanted to be on the record as saying those words specifically for when he runs for president. He just he just wanted to be on the record as I, I repeatedly called them terrorists. He was doing he wasn't really talking about January 6th. He was having a moment 
from the presidential debates in 2024. Let the record show I, I, I repeatedly said terrorist. And you know what? He did. And he can still do it. So but it was great to watch Tucker Carl call him out. Did you see that? I did. Now, what Here's do you think was going on in Ted Cruz's mind? Am I right? I think I'm right. Oh, shit. What do you mean? Oh, shit. No, when when he was on the when he was on the, the floor of the Senate calling the, the terrorist terrorist. Well, first of all, I, I'm kind of with Tucker. Right. I, I, I do not believe that Ted Cruz does anything unintentionally. It's part of the reason I was I would have voted for him, but I was not all excited about him as a presidential candidate. I thought he came across kind of like a preacher that way. Um, super smart. I'd be perfectly happy if he went and became a Supreme Court justice. Um, but he doesn't say anything unintentionally. And you'd think he would have learned from the reaction on the right for uh, George W. Bush saying something similar. Uh, we kind of torched him. I, I thought it was pretty interesting that Darth Vader showed up for January 6th and was embraced by his political enemies. That was pretty what? neat. Freaking Dick Cheney. Oh, <clears throat> yeah. Well, it's like, like all this, all this, like it almost felt like Ted was looking for a little bit of the strange new respect, but not quite as much as the strange new respect as Liz Cheney. Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, I really think I honestly believe he was just he wants to be on record as saying I use the word terrorist. It's it's like the uh, it's like the Mitt Romney Obama uh, moment from their second debate. When when Mitt Romney was like, you didn't even call them terrorists. And Obama's like, yes, I did. Yes, I did. And like he said the word terrorist, but not in the context that. And then and then Romney folded like a deck chair. I seriously I think Ted Cruz was playing some kind of political chess game and just wants to be on the record as saying those words. And then the wonderful part. And I'll give credit to Ted Cruz for this, for showing up on Tucker. I mean, he kind of had to. He didn't really have a choice. And good job for Tucker. You know, when Ted Cruz is like, uh, I, I, I should let people know. And and Tucker, I, I misspoke. I misspoke. And Tucker was having none of it. He's like, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. You're a smart guy. You're smarter than me. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I'm not done with Ted Cruz. Listen, you guys. Uh, and there's like a, a little like comment war going on at the Loftus Party Facebook page right now. No one. We're not done with Ted Cruz. We're not casting him aside because he said this thing and blah, 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 blah. He made a political calculation and the dude was wrong. And so now I love I love that there's like a course correction with that. I really dig it. And good for him for going on Tucker and good for Tucker for calling yeah. him out. Mm -hmm. And it was wonderful Absolutely. television. It was wonderful television. It was very entertaining. It was, it was honest television, which is very rare. Yes. OK, we got break. We got breaking news. We got breaking oh, news here, Gimlet. Well, it's breaking. Why? There's a new variant. I'm looking right here. I just, I oh, just stop it. I just stop post. it. Yes, it's Delta Cron. What? Yes, <laughs> I'm. I'm not even kidding you. They're Delta Cron. They have. Uh, they have announced 
it's it's a mixture of Omicron and Delta. They're calling it okay. Deltacron. And this I guess I think we're all news. supposed to be terrified. This is not news. It's news to me. No, I know it's news to you, but viruses mutate. Yes. Um, it takes a while for one virus to overtake another. So, like, there's a lot more Omicron on the East Coast right now than there is on the West Coast. It's the an West East Coast, Coast West. It's like a rap thing. Yeah, but the, the West, they haven't been hit yet because these things go regionally. Like, the Pfizer shill was on TV again today. Oh, yeah. This just, this just, this irritates me. Every time I hear this, former FDA director Scott Gottlieb, excuse me, Pfizer board member Scott Gottlieb. Um, <laughs> Could we just, could we, like, give his current title? Um, anyway. He's on, oh, well, the Midwest is up next, and that's where we really have to be concerned. Really? Because data out of New York showed that in New York City, 51% of the COVID hospitalizations were actually admitted for something else. Stop scaring people. Well, they have to, right? They have to. That's that's the business. That's the business they're in, scaring people and shutting things down so that the, you know, big daddy government can come in and spend more money and pick winners and pick losers. And I couldn't even I don't even know what happened with Joe Biden and the chicken industry. But I heard that the the Biden administration was going to go in and try to figure out why chicken was so expensive and they were going to fix it. And you're like, oh, sweet Lord Jesus, just make it all stop. Listen, no, I, I do need, I do. I'm not defending Joe Biden. Right. I am, however, depend, defending ranchers and farmers. This, this problem with the meat packers has been going on since 2014. Obama started it. Trump's DOJ was actually suing them and Biden's DOJ dropped it. So Biden is calling out the problem, but he's doing absolutely nothing to fix it. We have four meat packers that that run 85 percent of the industry uh-huh. beginning in 2014 for the first time ever. The price of meat and the price of the cattle and the price of the actual livestock didn't rise and fall together. The price of the livestock fell and the price of the meat went through the roof. So we're talking about collusion. We're talking about collusion. We're talking about these meat packers investing a shit ton of money in fake meat. We're talking about Bill Gates buying up all the farmland so the independent farmers will have nowhere to graze. We're talking about crushing family farms. Certainly when the current generation dies and their children are subjected to the death tax. Okay. I was just making fun of Joe Biden for trying to fix the chicken thing. Oh, no, no, no. Um, We can make fun of Joe Biden because he can't (laughs) fix anything. I'm just telling you, if you like a burger, don't dismiss what's going on in the meat industry. Joe Biden is not trying to fix it. He's bitching about it, right? Yes. Trump Trump and his DOJ were actually trying to fix it. Well, let's let's. Just Joe, stop. Leave it alone. Leave it alone. Mm-hmm. Like when when the price when the price of gasoline is shooting, when the price of everything, when the price of lumber, when inflation is running rampant, it's just hilarious to me that Joe Biden's like, I'm gonna figure out what's going on with chicken. Like, dude, 
I Tyson. Tyson, Tyson is what's going on. Assume, shut up! Oh, sorry. It's probably safe to assume that a little bit is probably ever like like the same thing that's going on across the board. Like, why is fuel so expensive? Why is lumber so expensive? Why is everything so expensive? Why is glue so expensive? And Jew and Joe's like, I'm gonna go fix chicken. That's hilarious to me. That's the joke. That's it. That's all I wanted to do. Okay. Omicron. I highly recommend you get it. I highly recommend you get the Omicron. Everybody, just go. Go for it. Let's be done. Let's be all done. You're all done, right? I think so. Yeah, I'm all done. I don't done. know. I couldn't find a test to save my life. Two years into this shit, and this administration can't get tests manufactured. Thank I you. I don't know. Thank you. <laughs> Do you? Oh my gosh! What's the grand total now? We've spent six trillion dollars on this, ooh, and ooh. on the and on the American Rescue Package. I'm so glad you brought this up. I'm so glad you brought this up. The American Rescue Package was like two point something trillion dollars or whatever, and that money. Oh, that's earmarked for COVID. And that's going to make sure that we're ready and that schools are ready and that we have plenty of tests and we never run out. And now here we are. And then you got you got the Joe coming in there, taking a break from fixing the world of chickens going, well, the federal government's going to step in and we're going to make all these tests available. And you're like, hold up, bitch, hold the phone. Didn't we just spend two trillion dollars to make sure we never ran out of tests? I It's going to be. Well, I just, I don't understand. I mean, there are so many test providers and so many manufacturers who put rapid tests into the FDA and home tests into the FDA. Like, why aren't they producing them? Well, I think the states have all wasted the money. The states haven't, the, the states were like, nah, we don't need the test. We're going to use that money elsewhere. And the, like, it's got to be criminal. Listen, and I, we should have teams of lawyers standing by because I wasn't there something there had to have been something in the American rescue plan that says that the money has to go for COVID. I think the amount of graft and the amount the, the amount of misappropriated money and the money that's been misspent on other things is it's, it's going to be staggering. It's going to be staggering. I want to oh, know. Well, and also also the money. That was, I call it misappropriated, but money being paid to hospitals if they give people remdesivir and put them on ventilators instead of treating them early. Oh, yeah. I've got the receipts a, for that. I got the receipts yeah. for that. That kills There's going to be a bunch of that. And I think there's going to be a bunch of uh, um, history through the lens of race. And we had to put, you know, we had to make sure that the teacher's equity program and the teacher's equity safety yep. program and history equity, there's going to be a boatload of that. I think you're going to see hundreds of millions of dollars, probably more like billions and billions, that went through stuff that was nowhere near Rona. And I tell you, Nancy Pelosi, she's talking about spending more money again. These, these industries need safe. It's horrible. It's horrible. Well, okay. the CARES Act, the CARES Act included social, social and emotional learning, which is basically um, 
critical race theory and wild gender stuff under another name. Um, there's also a ton of money that says you, these schools have to follow the CDC guidelines for masking and all the other bullshit. So all these parents screaming about masks at school board meetings, it's all financial. That's why your board's not listening to you. They're getting millions of dollars to keep a diaper on your kid's face. It's horrible. It's horrible. Stick around, everybody. We're going to take a little break, and we're going to come back and talk a little bit about what is on the If you prefer real mornings, shouldn't you have a real breakfast? At McDonald's, we get real about breakfast. That's why you can have a savory sausage biscuit with delicious hash browns for only $1.50. It's time to wake up breakfast. Single item at regular price. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Ready to stand out, Army ROTC prepares you not only as a college student, but as a strong leader, allowing you to earn the rank of second lieutenant. You will be eligible for full tuition, merit-based scholarships, and develop leadership skills essential for your future. Start strong and enhance your college experience. Visit your campus Army ROTC representative today. To find out how you can earn up to a full tuition scholarship, visit GoArmy.com podcast to locate your closest ROTC program today. Army officers inspire strength in others. Paid for by the United States Army. We're back and better than ever. It is time for one of our favorites. One of our favorites. What's on the web? Where we discuss some of the stories on the Loftus Party website. Some of them you might have seen. Some of them you might have missed. But that is why we're here. First up. First up. Out of the, out of the gate for me. Here's the one that, that, that leaps off the page. We checked back in with this uh youtube couple these kids from like uh, i think they're from south carolina or north carolina they got a uh, a small sailboat they sail around they have adventures they put the adventures up on youtube they have a boatload of followers they're making i guess i have to think they're making pretty good money they're on patreon as are we and while the rest of the nation was in lockdown uh, they were just out and about having grand adventures. And once again, with this latest this latest bout, everybody's like, ooh, Omicron, Omicron, Delta, run, hide. They uh, very quickly and very wisely, they went back to this little um, island off of uh, Tampa, which is uh, clothing gone. It's a, it's a clothing gone island. So they're out, just sun's out, bun's out, having a great time laughing drinking beers and fishing and boy howdy uh i just i'm so jealous i could spit i'm so i'm so jealous i can spit it's too much what do you got or am i still oh i i was helping cranky uh put together his um mocking of the january 6th coverage 
So that I didn't know the Lincoln so Project. I didn't know the Lincoln Project dove into all that. There's some Wait, other no. people. There, there's a real problem with all this strange new respect people are seeming to love because, you know, I I saw Jonah Goldberg tweet how Ted Cruz has debased himself by going on Tucker Carlson. I'm like, dude, you were on MSNBC last night. Jonah Goldberg, who does he write for? He used to write for NRO, and then he and Stephen Hayes had a hissy fit and started their own thing called The Dispatch, where David French writes now, too. And nobody reads them other than the liberals who fund them. So, wow, they're like they're like a younger version of Bill Crystal and the gang. Yeah, but they they got so mad at Tucker Carlson for doing his documentary on January 6th, Patriot Purge, um, that they quit their Fox News contributorship, which is weird because I haven't seen either one of them on Fox News since like 2016. Um, Maybe with maybe they went on with like, I don't know. Chris Wallace before he left. I don't know. But, yeah. uh, so, th- like, they quit their Fox News news contributorships and protests right before Wallace left. And then they show up on MB- NB- MSNBC in, in Chuck Todd's segment. I'm like, you're talking about debasing yourself, Jonah? Like, <laughs> really? Yeah. He went on to take some serious criticism from his base. That's not debasing yourself. Right? That's answering the criticism. Yes. Yes. That's that's being a man and talking to the what? people who voted for you and going, hey, hey, there might be this, there might be that. It was a good time. Okay. Um, have you ever had a dark and stormy the drink? I have. Okay. If you've ever wanted to know how to make a dark and stormy. I posted a uh, a pretty awesome recipe, and I didn't know this fun to know fact about a dark and stormy. It's a very particular kind of rum that you have mm-hmm. to use for a dark and stormy. However, you know, just like anything, you can use your own spice rum. But boy, those uh, those look delicious. We oh. use the Kraken. The Kraken. The Kraken black strap rum. It's really dark. And I even have the copper mugs that those types of things go in. So, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. Nice. But you're like yes, you're do. like a scoop you're like a scuba diver uh, island spiced rum kind of pirate girl. Um, I actually the first one I had of those was down in Savannah at the pirate house. See, there you go. Yep. Yep. I see you know, that's what, if you I'm go like, to the oh, pirate- so you're you're like a spiced rum pirate girl, and you're like, no. The first one I had was at a place called the Pirate House. Like, what? Well, but <laughs> it's not like it's an island thing. It's in the United, these it United States, is what I was saying. Name. I know. <laughs> it's got a really cool thing. Like, if you ever go to Savannah, you should go there. It's got a yeah. really cool thing that's a tunnel under the restaurant where when it first started, because it's next to the oldest building in Savannah, which was the original governor's house. Mm-hmm. Um they used to carry out the drunks and bring them to the ship and kidnap them as yeah. slaves on the on the ships. So yeah, I, that that's fun. I tell you, I went to Savannah years ago. I forget the name of the comedy club that I would play there. Uh, but there was oh gosh, there was a big one in Atlanta, and then I would head over to Savannah. Savannah is. There's a there's a vibe to Savannah that you don't find in any other town in America. Nope. 
there is it's weird it's at nighttime it's 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 cool it's a very cool town and it's so like the architecture and the way the city's laid out and it's beautiful and it's cool but there is that kind of like haunted vibe to it which in Mm -hmm. in a weird way it like all combines uh to be like there's something sexy about it i I really think it's like like, go ahead if if you stand on one of the squares at night because the historic the historic uh register is so like picky i mean you literally feel like you're standing in like 1786 yeah, and just for those of you for the for those of you listening, uh, when Sherman was wa- making his march in in the Civil War, uh, he did not uh, destroy Savannah. Savannah Correct. is like one of the great. It is the crown jewel of. You can only you can only imagine what Atlanta must have looked like. I, mm-hmm. I, so, but Savannah, it's like cool. It's there, there's a creepiness, but there's like a I don't know you. I think it's sexy. I think it's it's beautiful, but boy, there's I think some people get into some serious mischief in Savannah. Oh, some, uh-huh. Some uh-huh. serious they have I don't know if most listeners know this, but they have the second largest St. Patrick's Day celebration in the country. Second only to Boston. Oh wow. Um, because what a lot of people don't know is that Savannah, and if you watch Clarence Thomas's biography, you'll see this, um, was originally settled by Catholic priests, kind of like St. Augustine. Okay. And um, the one of the first buildings built in Savannah was the cathedral. Oh, nice. So, yeah, there was a huge Catholic population down there. Um, Clarence Thomas actually went to the seminary. And wow. was going to be a Catholic priest. Yeah. I know. Like, I was hanging out, hitting a lot of bars. You know, you do your show. Then you go out. You go to Savannah, blah, blah, blah. And there's that whole, like, waterfront where all the warehouses mm-hmm. are that used to have, yeah. you know, mostly cotton, some grain, yada, yada, yada. That's really cool. And those are all, like, nightclubs and restaurants and stuff. It's a really cool area. But then there's, like, an island away away from Savannah. I know uh, Sandra Bullock uh, lived out there and that's like there's a lot of like movers and shakers i want to know what's mm-hmm. going on on that island i want to know what the the richie rich blue bloods what kind of freaky did they take over they... the the gullah island no i can't remember the name of it but anyway we're it's it's turning into the oh, Savannah Tybee? Show. huh Tybee? it might be that yeah. It might be that. But I, then think, that I think Julia Roberts was down there for a while, too, and Ben and Jen. Yeah. I don't remember. A bunch um, of them did come down, though. Yeah. You give, uh, I, I think, we if we were smart, I, I don't want to get too depressed or, but I will, I, I want to acknowledge this because it is very, very disturbing. It, it's the, uh, you know, Epstein Island and Ghislaine Maxwell and how they put the clamp down on that and and it, it's really i've never seen anything like it I, it's it it boggles the mind the fbi goes in there they go onto the island they raid his manhattan apartment they have computers they have hard drives 
They have all this. They have the girls who are going to testify. They got Ghislaine Maxwell, blah, 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 blah. And so she's guilty of uh, finding the girls to provide to these dudes. Um, listen, that's a two-way street, you guys. The The buck doesn't stop with uh-huh. Ghislaine. Yep. You, also, you also, I'm keenly interested. I'm keenly interested. And I, and I love this. I love this when people are like, what about this guy? He was on the flight logs. Yeah, look into him too. Look into all of them. It is a two-way street. And for people to even assume that this is close to being over, no. No, there will be a great, a great, great noise made about who in the heck was paying for all this. Who were the who were who were procuring the girls? You saw um she may get a mistrial, right? No. Why? Some of the jurors went out and started yammering their mouths before she was sentenced to the media. And so her lawyers asked for a mistrial. And not only that, as soon, like all the work that Cernovich and those guys did to get the the investigation stuff released, they sealed it all back up at the end of the trial. Yeah. If you think this woman's going to see the inside of a prison for one day, you're insane. And guys, I don't, ruling class, listen to me. This is how you get people who go to pizza parlors with a machine gun. Yeah. Want people to believe in conspiracy theories. Stop creating conspiracies. Hey, you read those. Tony's uh, daughter, right? You read those Tony Podesta emails about, hey, we're going to have a pizza party tomorrow. Do you want hot dogs on your like that? All of that going back and forth. Listen, uh, Pizzagate was not born in a vacuum. That though, that is some of the and oh, here's the other whatever we're going. We're so far afield. You read you read the WikiLeaks, the 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 John Podesta emails and the little invites. Ooh, we're having a pizza party. Come on over and bring a towel. There'll be oysters on the pizza and there might be oh no nope 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 and then you look at the artwork sorry i know it's all circumstantial evidence but woo okay it's we've we've gone we've gone far afield we've gone far far afield but that's okay we're going to talk some more about what's on the web (laughs) oh happy birthday happy belated birthday to david bowie and to the king of rock and roll uh elvis presley and that's who we're featuring uh, today on Sunday Jams. And there was a there's a great song by Bowie. I did a thing on Twitter uh, the other day. I'm like, hey, it's you know, it's uh, it would have been Bowie's 75th birthday. And what's your favorite Bowie song? Somebody brought up a tune that I had not heard in a million years, and it was like the theme from this movie called The Falcon and the Snowman. Uh, and it's David Bowie. This is not. America. It's such a great song and should be like the official theme song of America right now because it doesn't feel like America. The way they're trying to stop our freedoms and stop our freedom of movement and all that other good stuff. All right. Um, I wrote a wonderful piece called One Million Omicron Cases in One Day. That's good. That's my little... My little short little essay on why you should run out and get the Omicron. 
Let's go. Let's go. All right, I'm going to throw it back to you for one more, and then I got a big one I got to talk about. I was just noting it seems like you're not a like fan of the Halo series. Didn't you like the game, or am I am I mixing it up with something else? Oh no no no! Halos. Here's what I said uh, on on Halo the series, and I put the trailer up there, and I, I the, the title of the piece is Halo the series. Good luck with this one. With with Halo, here's what I think. I think that ship. I think the ship has sailed. I love the games Halo. I love going around. I love right. people up and doing all the stuff. And you're Master Chief and da 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 da. But like Master Ch- Master Chief. And he has a, he's got a great relationship with uh, the the AI of his ship Cortana, uh, and that's all wonderful. But like Master Chief is the original. I never take my helmet off. You never see my face. When Master Chief finally took his helmet off, you were like, "Whoa!" That was a big moment. That vibe has has already been played out in a couple of seasons of The Mandalorian. So you're 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 in Mandalorian territory. Of your hero is the mysterious man with no name. What's his past? He's trying to figure it out. Ba 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 ba. He never takes his helmet off. Good luck with that. Good luck with that. And then to get into the nitty gritty of it, you know, by the, the very nature of the aliens in there, that's all got to be CGI. That's all got to be CGI when you get into the battle stuff, and you better have a boatload of battle stuff because that's what Halo is. You're good luck. Good luck. They're going to have to invent some characters out of whole cloth, and that's where you get nervous because it's the tendency is they're going to make it woke, and there's going to be this and that. So I want it to work. I doubt it will. So good luck to Halo the series. All right. We got to spend some time on this one. And and this is uh, Britney Spears getting naked on Instagram. I knew it was just a matter of time. A couple mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago, maybe a month ago, uh, back when her conservatorship was, you know, there was the, the litigation and there was the trial and the judge and the blah, 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 blah. She started posting like topless photos, just holding, oh, I feel good about me and blah, 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 blah. And then she even said, like, I'm not going to show my butt because I'm not a kid anymore. And, I'm, and then, of course, a week later. She showed her butt. Yes, and she's got a wonderful, she's got a great little booty. Like, yeah, show that off. So now uh, she's gone full nude. Now she's just standing there, and she's she covers the picture. She's cover, she covers her uh, her little hoo-ha with, uh, like, stickers of, of flowers, and her nipples are covered. Listen, she's got a great little body. And here's my complaint. What? I feel bad that I have to find a complaint. She's got these, and if you can, you can look at the pictures as I'm talking. If you want to know what I'm talking about, she's got like on like her pelvis, like right where her, I guess you'd call it her loins. I guess where her legs meet her her little pelvis. She's got tattoos on either side, and and I believe like one of them is a like a cross, like a like a uh, you don't see the body of Jesus on there, but it's like a straight up, like out of a church cross. And that, my friends, is a boner killer. You ladies, if you're thinking about getting a tattoo and you're like, ooh, I might get I might get a little something, something by my hoo-ha, don't go 
with any kind of religious symbol. Because, listen, if I'm kissing on your boobies and then I'm making my way down, I'm like, ooh, I'm kissing on her rib cage. Ooh, I'm kissing by her belly button. Ooh, I'm going to keep going. Hey, there's a cross. Okay, you know what? Jesus is watching. Maybe we shouldn't do this. It's just. Looks like she's got a tramp stamp on one, too. A tramp stamp on. Well, that's a tramp stamps on the small of your back. Right. But it looks like she's got a cross on the small of her back, too. Oh, my gosh. That's just like a do not enter. That's just a giant. Like, I'm just telling you, I guess you have two criticisms now. Oh, because that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking if you're going to go, if you're going to be going down on Britney Spears, you just got to roll her over. You're like, OK, I guess I'm eating ass tonight. And she's she's put up. She has a defense against that, too. She's like, Jesus is everywhere. Brittany, Brittany, stop. Get those removed. Get those removed. Now, here's what I, I, I will say this. Because it is a double, it's a double-edged sword. When people, well, I remember when, uh, when, uh, uh, what's this girl uh, did it? Uh, Hannah Montana. Uh, she came out and she was she did her video for Wrecking Ball and she's naked and she's on the Wrecking Ball and she's mad and people are like oh 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 and they're all judgy and I'm I'm telling you right now ladies and gentlemen when when that girl is 70 years old 80 years old she's gonna look back at the video for Wrecking Ball and be like mmm grandma was a hot piece of ass I looked great. And the same thing will be true of of Britney Spears. I think if, if she wants to go and post naked pictures, God bless her, go for it. Just please remove the religious imagery. But she's going to look back, hopefully, and just go, oh, I was just, look at me. I had my residency in Vegas and this one and the other thing. But here's, here's the other side of that coin. I'm a little worried for Britney. There's something... She posts a lot of like, uh, like she's dancing around and trying, not trying to be sexy. She's being sexy, but there's something going on behind behind the eyes that I'm just, I'm a little. There's a very good chance that she's gonna get a hold of all her money and she's gonna be in charge of everything. And boy, I tell you, it might all, it might go south super fast. It might go south super fast and and I'm telling you and you should look and let me know if you feel the same way there's something it's it's her eyes there's something's not right something's not right I have Gee, she's had a conservatorship very, for years she's probably medicated right yeah I don't know I don't know I, but I, I for meds it 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 makes me uh it makes me worry it makes me and I don't like it I don't like it at all. It's like when when you're uh, when you're watching porn, and I know that you watch a lot. And I'm, I wanted to talk to you about that off the record. No, excuse me. <laughs> but I'm just saying, as a dude, like, and and guys know what I'm talking about. If if you watch porn, you can tell. I don't know. I, I know I can. I think most people can. You're like, ooh. And it's like, ooh, that she is not into it. That girl is acting, and it, and and immediately. You, you, you just click, 
can't I don't want to watch it. I don't want to watch it. It's a very rare thing. And it's it's an awesome thing when you're like, ooh, this person is completely there. They're completely in the moment. They're not on drugs. They're not drunk. They just they are just into what they're doing. And that is the sexiest thing ever. And normally that's what I'm saying about Brittany. Normally I'm like, ooh, you're getting naked. You got a great butt. Da, 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 this, that and the other thing. But there's something with the eyes that's just a little. I just want her to be all there. I want her to be all right. I want Brittany to be okay. All right, I'm looking at the tramp stamp one now. I don't know what that is. I can see it from a distance, but hopefully that's not a cross. That would be, that would, that's, if I'm her boyfriend, I'm like, we're going to the tattoo removal place today. Today. Okay, before we get out of here, and before we head over to the uh, Patreon extras, I'm going to look back and see if there's one more. Uh, oh, there's a phenomenal, a phenomenal. You guys should watch this. Why Ghostbusters 2016 failed. There's a guy named The Critical Drinker. He reviews movies, and uh, I believe he's Scottish and yada, yada, yada. But he put together, his videos are very well done. And his YouTube channel is, is definitely worth the time. He did a scene-by-scene -scene comparison of, like, they had a very similar scene in Ghostbusters 2016 with the girls to the original Ghostbusters, where they're talking about the packs and how they're going to do it and how the thing works and the ghosts. And everyone likes to say that, like, oh, people didn't like that movie because they don't like strong, powerful women and this and that and the other thing. No, you guys, it was a crappy movie. It was a crappy movie. And this dude compares two scenes. In one way, the director went at it in one way. In the other way, they went at it a different way. And their way sucked. And the first way was better. And it just turns out Ivan Reitman, a better director than the dude who did Ghostbusters in 2016. It is so it's great. And it's kind of, it's kind of like, it's almost like an answer video. Whenever somebody is like, oh, you just don't like uh, strong women in movies. No, watch this. And it's great. And then you've got that, you got that locked and loaded and ready to go. Okay. That's a lot. That's a lot. Lots of good stuff. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to thank you guys for listening. Fantastic show. And then everyone's going to swing on over to the Patreon for even more. Because there's a lot more. Holy smoke. Uh, we we got to talk. Oh, there's plenty to talk about. There's plenty to talk about. And we're going to get into it. Thank you guys. See you next time.